Asymmetrical Haircuts, Justice Update, with Janet Anderson and Stephanie van den Berg. All rise. Oh my God, such big excitement over the last couple of days when it appeared like the former president of Sudan, Omar al-Bashir, might actually be transferred to The Hague and face charges of, I don't know, crimes against humanity, genocide, war crimes. So um, I suppose we better just uh, back up and tell people what this is all about. Steph? Yeah, under um, the former prosecutor, Luis Moreno Ocampo, the International Criminal Court had the issue of Darfur referred to it by the UN Security Council back in 2005. Um, the prosecution investigated and especially looked, uh, they looked very much into Darfur and charged uh, a few people, including al-Bashir, which was the first uh, former head of state that they issued an arrest warrant for. And they also um, issued the arrest warrant for three counts of genocide, which is a kind of big deal because it's the crime of crimes, of course. But uh, since then, we've had an awful lot of lobbying about this. And uh, there have even been places which map where Bashir has been to because he tends to fly around quite a lot or was and just kind of thumbing his nose at the ICC. So it's been a big deal. Yeah, and last year there was a big regime change in Sudan uh, and um, uh, Omar al-Bashir was ousted and finally there was a lot of speculation that they might send him to the ICC, but when they then installed a kind of transitional government with a lot of high-placed military people, um, there was the idea that maybe they wouldn't hand him over because they themselves could also be implicated in some of the things Bashir was implicated in. But uh, the news this week was, uh, and it appeared to be straight out of the ruling council, which had been discussing with the rebel groups exactly what they wanted, that yes, actually, you know, Bashir and ICC were both mentioned in the same sentence. So what do you know? Well, now the trick is that Bashir and ICC were not mentioned in the same sentence. They said they would fully cooperate with the ICC, and that would include that they would want all five people in uh, that were under arrest warrant from the ICC to face the ICC. But they didn't quite specify how. And um, so we're still all running around trying to figure out what it means that they will fully cooperate with the ICC. Does that mean they will send Bashir to The Hague? Does that mean they want to try something over there? And so uh, today I had the chance to speak to Ken Roth, who is the director of Human Rights Watch, uh, from a shaky phone line in Khartoum, where he was when the news broke yesterday and where he just came out of a meeting with government officials today In fact, um, I just caught him after he met the head of Sudan's ruling council, General Berhan, and um, Roth was very positive about that meeting, and Berhan apparently made all the right noises, but we were still, uh, he is also still unsure of what cooperation would look like. So let's let's listen to what he had to say. In the the meeting with General Berhan, which we just had, he was very clear about the government's willingness to cooperate fully with the International Criminal Court. He even went so far as to say that he would welcome the ICC establishing an office in Sudan, um, but he pledged full cooperation. Now, obviously, that you know, it's an open question. Does that mean surrendering Bashir and the other four to The Hague, or does that mean cooperating with the ICC to have you know strong, fair domestic prosecutions? I think that's still an open question because, you know, under the Rome statute, a... Um, it is cooperating with the court if people are prosecuted fairly domestically. 
And a lot of observers added that the initial news from the ruling council came from the civilian members of the ruling council, and it was unclear if the military would back them. So that was another uh, big thing that Ross said, that they were also unsure how the meeting would go uh, because they are now speaking to the top military member of the ruling council. And um, he said, well, it appeared that they are all on the same page, the government and, and, the, and the ruling council and the military, but also added, you know, we'll have to wait and see what happens. And, and Sudan still has a long way to go. None of us pretend it's going to be easy. But what we didn't get today was any resistance from him. And so, you know, what we, what we feared was that, you know, yes, precisely what you're talking about, that a fear that um, hires up would be implicated might lead to greater reservations about pursuing justice, whether by the ICC or by a domestic tribunal. But in fact, um, none of that reservation was expressed to him. And in the sort of aftermath of the first discussion, there also seemed to be some suggestion that Sudan itself would like to put um, Bashir and others on trial. Um, started to be thrown around terms like hybrid tribunal, of which I don't honestly believe that the ICC has a model for or or an ICC trial in place, which, you know, who knows? They've thought about it before, but they've never actually got round to doing it. So, um uh, did you also ask uh, Kenneth Roth about that? I also asked him about, you know, the potential of a hybrid court or a kind of ICC uh, branch uh, in in uh, Khartoum, and um, he also said that he didn't quite see it happening, um, but thought that the you know the ICC might be quite willing to cooperate with with domestic prosecutions. I mean, I would be surprised if that with an ICC hybrid um, tribunal. I, I don't know that that's ever happened. But, um, you know, the, the Rome Statute and the ICC Treaty, it does establish the ICC as a complementary court, that is to say, a court that is supposed to supplement domestic justice efforts. And indeed, there's a preference for successful, fair domestic prosecution. That's always better. And um, I haven't spoken, you know, just now with Matu Kinsuda, so I don't know, but I can imagine what she would say, which is that, you know, if Sudan really does prosecute people fairly through a special tribunal or an internationally assisted tribunal, whatever it is, um, that's a victory for the International Criminal Court. You know, the International Criminal Court doesn't need to try people itself if justice is done. But of course, that's a big if. Well, with all of this kerfuffle, brouhaha around it, it certainly uh, looks like it's huge news. But I don't get the impression that Bashir is actually going to end up in my backyard anytime soon. What do you think? No, that's also the the idea I get from everyone that yes, they are kind of at least saying they want to fully cooperate, but what that looks like and 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 how it will eventually look still has to be negotiated, and it seems that will probably be a very long, drawn out process. So I don't think I would need to start camping out on your lawn just yet to watch the Schreveninger prison to see him arrive. But it is a big win for the ICC in in kind of public relations terms for the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good headlines for once. I mean, which um, I mean, they actually got to the top of the BBC with a good headline rather than a more difficult one. Yes. And I think that's that's very good. And I think it's interesting and it will be very interesting if he comes to The Hague, whether they can kind of continue this possible uh, positive PR, because we've seen before that heads of state are quite difficult to prosecute. 
uh, Ray Bagbo that we did the justice update on just a, just a few days ago when we thought it would be a very slow month in international justice. But there you go. Um, so I wonder if he gets handed over to The Hague, whether would we continue to be such a good PR for the ICC. But in the moment, they can bask in the, in the uh, positive news about this. Well, I think we can certainly plan ahead for uh, some kind of a um, podcast on understanding what it takes to actually put one of those kinds of trials together, a trial that involves uh, issues uh, of genocide, because we haven't seen one of those at the ICC. But as journalists always say at the end, let's watch this space. Yes, watch this space. Thanks for chatting with me today, Janet. Bye. Bye.